Today on Spiritual Awakening Radio, Meditation for Beginners, an introduction to meditation practice. A form of meditation which non-initiates can try out at home, sometimes called the introductory meditation practice or jyoti meditation, light meditation, or meditation light, if you will, L-I-T-E sometimes also called the convenient method. Just trying out a little bit of meditation at home. It's not the full practice, but it is a beginning. One can get a sense of what it's like to reach the third eye center and explore the kingdom of the heavens that are within. It is a glimpse into the world of meditation practice. Today's edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio is program number 611 in the chsrhealthylife.net series. My name is James Bean. My website is spiritualawakeningradio.com. This program relies on donations. On most every page of my website is a donate button, a secure PayPal donate button. Scroll down to the left, column to the left on most every page of my website. And there are buttons at the top of my What's New page, as well as the Contact tab of my website, spiritualawakeningradio.com. Also, there are buttons that will take you to blogs, my mailing list at Yahoo Groups, daily spiritual quotes at Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and other sites, articles, Podcasts available for free on demand. All there at the website, spiritualawakeningradio.com. Before I begin talking about the meditation practice, giving you a sense of what that practice is like, according to the path of the masters, the Sant tradition of India, inner light and sound meditation, A couple of questions. I thought I'd start a mailbag segment and from time to time answer people's questions. And I saved these for today because we're talking about meditation practice today. Someone sent me an email asking the following about lengths of meditation times. What is usual and customary for a single meditation time? How long of a meditation time is considered the maximum beneficial length and what about thrice daily meditation well the ultimate ideal meditation time in the Sant tradition of India would be between two and a half and three hours for a single sit now that's a long time for most people it's ideal for anyone who is a veteran meditator and mystic to explore various inner realms. It takes a little bit of time to get there. And so a long meditation, preferably early in the morning, would be ideal for that. But there are different discussions about the length of time in the writings of the masters. For instance, the uh, guru from Agra, India, Rai Salagram, Hazur Maharaj Rai Salagram speaks of people meditating for like 30 minutes or so 
and gradually building up the length of time. So one does not have to approach meditation in a legalistic sort of way where you sit and pretend to meditate for two and a half hours, occasionally peeking at your watch to see that you've done your duty, you've put in your time, and you've pretended to meditate for the legalistically prescribed amount of two and a half hours. That does not count as two and a half hours of meditation because uh, if you're dozing, fidgeting, looking at your watch, approaching it from this legalistic point of view, uh, that wouldn't count anyway. There's nothing extra holy or righteous about that. So really, think of the amount of time that you spend in meditation that is quality time as what you're striving for. When you're sitting with eyes closed, you are focused at the third eye center, and you are really lost in your meditation. Whatever length of time you are able to sustain that quality time, that's the length of time to spend in meditation. And you'll find at first that you might be able to do that for 20 minutes or 40 minutes. And then after that, you kind of drop off and start, uh, you know, being less comfortable and drifting, you know. So over time, that length of quality time will grow, will get longer and longer. And that's the, the natural, that's the real length of time that you're able to meditate at present, whatever that might be, 20 minutes, 40 minutes, 60 minutes over time, you may get to that two and a half hours. Now, uh, some, instead of meditating for one long period of time, uh, follow the thrice daily meditation approach. That is the custom in the Maharishi Mehi branch of Santmat to meditate three times per day getting up very early in the morning and meditating first thing, like 3 a.m. or so. Uh, they call that Brahma Muhurta. The Sikhs call it Amrit Vela, the hour of elixir. Brahma Muhurta is Hindi and means hour of God. And so that is a time to meditate for a length of time, perhaps an hour, perhaps less than an hour, uh, in the morning first thing. And then again in the middle of the day, meditate again and then in the evening another meditation and that could tally up to two and a half hours of meditation time done that way the thrice daily approach to meditation and again Huzur Maharaj Rai Salagram Bahadur speaks of meditating uh, for shorter amounts of time that add up eventually to uh, the ideal of two and a half hours per day so one can uh, be more incremental about it, and uh, you'll find that there's a, a certain amount of quality time that you are able to spend in meditation. And it's good to get a sense of what that is and not be too worried about legalistically conforming to two and a half hours, peeking at your watch, fidgeting, thinking about going shopping, dozing off, making it a sleepitation. Uh, but technically speaking, sitting and looking like you're meditating for two and a half hours, that does not uh, qualify as two and a half hours of meditation anyway. So it's best to not worry about length of time. Uh, 
but just enjoy meditation. How do you know when you've reached the third eye center? There's a certain amount of bliss that you feel when you've reached the third eye center. Of course, if you're seeing inner light, you've reached the third eye center. And if you're going within, having inner experiences, obviously you've reached the, the seat of the soul, the third eye center. And that's wonderful. You'll have a sense of how long you can do that. And if you're making progress, being able to do that for longer and longer increments of time as you get more accustomed to meditating on a, on a daily basis. And that brings me to another question. I had an experience the other day of a continued third eye presence after meditation for a few minutes. As I got up from meditation, the presence continued for 10 minutes or so. This has only happened once. Is this normal? I've been meditating daily 20 minutes for seven months. Should I expect this to happen more often as I continue? Well, I don't quite have a sense of what you mean by presence. Um, but it is true that when you meditate and have a quality meditation, as I was referring to uh, a minute ago, when you really are focused at the third eye center, there is a feeling of bliss, or ananda, as it's, uh, as it's known in India. That's the Hindi word. A certain amount of presence. I can see that's why someone might use that word or presence of God, or divine presence. A sense of bliss, a sense of energy, or spiritual charge that was not there before the meditation. That is true, and that may be especially noticeable just after you've left off meditation. Uh, but really, it may affect your whole day to some degree. People have been meditating for millions of years on planet Earth, and there is a reason for this, many good reasons for this. And if you don't meditate, it's missing. It's something missing from your life, and so uh, you don't want that to be missing. So people who begin meditating and notice that spiritual presence or energy or added sense of stress reduction, added sense of well-being, that added sense of divine grace that's allowed to flow into your day, a sense of wisdom that you get from the silence that speaks volumes, that makes you feel more centered, that informs you, that makes your day a better day. For all of those reasons, people seek to meditate, to gain that insight, that presence, that spiritual charge, that spiritual sense of protection and well-being. If you have questions about the spiritual journey, you're certainly welcome to send an email. The address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. Maybe we can do a, a mailbag segment on a regular basis. james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. With some radio stations out there, spirituality is the one forbidden topic. Celebrating free speech and research in the areas of comparative religion and spirituality. Spiritual Awakening Radio. Mystics sometimes use radio as an analogy for the inward journey. Kripal Singh once said, 
The divine currents, like the ethereal waves of a radio, are spread out in the atmosphere in all directions of the compass, giving out delectable strains of music. Hazur Baba Sawan Singh, the human body is like a radio receiver for listening to the sound current, the inner sound. When we tune in the radio, we, be, we begin to hear the sound. Similarly, when the Master or Sant Sat Guru guides us within, we are able to hear the divine music. By adjusting the dial, we hear various kinds of sound. Julian P. Johnson, this creative current filling all space may be likened unto the electromagnetic waves of the radio. That's from his Path of the Masters. Like Galileo, discovering new worlds through the lens of his telescope, mystics have been trying to tell humanity for eons of something quite similar, the reason why the contemplative state of being is still hidden from most human beings is that unlike Galileo's telescope, in order to look through this particular lens, the third eye or inner vision, we mustn't focus on the outward sensory impressions of the five senses, but go in the opposite direction into inner space. Look through the lens of the third eye to access the world of within. Tune the inner radio dial, listening for the subtle inner sounds coming from beyond the silence. This is how to access the kingdom of the heavens, the inner space within you. Something I wrote and reposted the other day. Inner light and sound meditation, also known as Surat Shabd Yoga, means the union or yoga of the attention faculty of the soul, also called surat, with the inner light and sound of God, or shabd, during meditation practice. So surat shabd yoga, the yoking of the attention faculty of the soul, or surat, with the inner light and sound of God, or shabd, during meditation. That would be a definition of Surat Shabd Yoga and a definition or a description of what's going on or the, the intended uh, goal of the practice of meditation. The, the Sant tradition has a meditation practice, a spiritual practice. It's called Surat Shabd Yoga. Introductory Meditation Instructions These are from Huzur Baba Sawan Singh. A wonderful paragraph, a wonderful spiritual practice. He says, as to any exercises which might help you, until the time of your initiation, I can only suggest at this time that you may sit in meditation in a quiet place, like your own bedroom or some room, as secluded as possible, and with spine and body erect in a comfortable position. Fix all the attention at the center just back of the two eyes. The third eye center, in other words. And slowly repeat the word Radha Swami, fixing the mind on the Supreme Being, who is your Supreme Father, 
That's a quote from Hazur Baba Sawan Singh. The sacred name Radhaswami means Lord of the Soul and is the name of the Supreme Being, a name of the Supreme Being at the highest level, the top plane of creation, sometimes known also as Anami Parush or Sat Parush, God whose spirit and truth, timeless, eternal, formless, in the spiritual realm, above realms of mind, matter, duality. A very high holy name for the Most High God in the Sant tradition. Radhaswami is not the name of a presiding deity, not the name of a hypostasis or emanation, a projection, a, a lower being working for the Creator, creating some plane of creation or in charge of some realm. Radhaswami is not a lower aspect of God, is not a name of a presiding deity, some astral kneecap of the Supreme Being or lower, you know, lower expression, reflection, or holographic projection. Rather, the name Radhaswami is a name for the Supreme Being at the top of creation. So, in that sense, Hazur Baba Sawan Singh's injunction to repeat the name Radhaswami is very much in harmony with what classic saints of India have said for many centuries. The names have changed. There are different mantras used by different, mas different masters over time, different Sansat gurus over time. But they're all names for that top plane of creation. Satya Ram, Sat Parush, or other sacred names, all stand for that eternal, formless, supreme being above time, beyond mind, matter, and duality at the top of creation. That is not a, a name of a presiding deity, reflection, emanation, or projection on some lower plane, but is a name for the Supreme Being. One of the, the most often sung or chanted verses of the Sikh Gurus of Kabir, Dadu Dayal, Namdev, countless others. Countless are the lovers of the Beloved. They say, repeat God's name. Repeat God's name, the Simran, the Mantra, the Zikr, the Holy Name of the Supreme Being is your scripture, is your holy word. They all say that. Repeat God's name. Repeat the name of your beloved again and again. And so the name Radhaswami is a more modern or more recent example of that, the repetition of the name of the Supreme Being. Hazur Baba Sawan Singh, as to any exercises which might help you until the time of your initiation, I can only suggest at this time that you may sit in meditation in a quiet place, like your own bedroom or some room, as secluded as possible, and with spine and body erect, in a comfortable position. Fix all the attention at the center just behind or in back of the two eyes and slowly repeat 
the word Radhaswami, fixing the mind on the Supreme Being, who is your Supreme Father. A paragraph from Hazur Baba Sawan Singh. After the break, we'll explore the public domain introductory meditation instructions from Kirpal Singh. We will also today discuss what the term initiation means and describe some other descriptions of the mechanics of Surit Shabd Yoga, the different stages of inner light and sound meditation practice. You're hearing Spiritual Awakening Radio. Stay tuned. Meditation for Beginners today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. An introduction to meditation, including the introductory meditation instructions given by various spiritual masters. The following represents some public domain introductory meditation instructions given by Kirpal Singh, found at various Kirpal Singh websites. Master Kripal Singh used to do this public meditation as a way to give people a sense of what it's like to reach the third eye center, maybe catch a glimpse of inner light, to know what direction to look in in order to find the kingdom of the heavens. A, a taste, a glimpse, an inkling, if you will, of this glorious concept that we're bigger on the inside than we are on the outside, that there are universes within, that the inner eye can see into inner space. The introductory meditation instructions from Kripal Singh. Meditation is the process of withdrawing the attention from the outside world and focusing it at the seat of the soul in the body behind and between the eyebrows. This point is known as the inner eye, third eye, the single eye, Shivnetra, or Tishra Til. In order to withdraw our attention and focus it on this point, the mind must be controlled and stilled. Sit in one pose and move not your head, limbs, or eyes. Sit straight but relaxed with no tension in the body below. Sit still, please. To be still does not mean moving. His arms sweep inward, hands contracting to the point between his eyes. He says, close your eyes as in sleep and look sweetly, lovingly, intently into the middle of the darkness lying in front of you. Look into the middle of the darkness lying in front of you. You will see a dark veil. That which sees the dark veil within, without the help of your physical eyes, is the inner eye. Do not put any strain on your physical eyes. Do not turn them upwards, for that will result in headache or heat 
Pay no attention to the breathing process. Let it go on naturally. There are two currents working in the body, one of motor currents, or prana, or the vital airs, and the other of surat, or attention, which gives us the sense of feeling. The saints do not touch the prana currents which govern breathing, circulation of blood, growing of hair and nails. The pranic system of breath control is the way of yogis and not that of saints. The saint's way is to concentrate surat or attention at the single or third eye while mentally repeating the mantra of five charged names which act as an open sesame to the higher planes. Those of you who are initiated repeat the five charged words one by one very slowly, mentally, internally, at intervals, so that your inner eye is not disturbed. Those who have not been initiated just sit in sweet remembrance of God, repeating with the tongue of thought any name of God or saint which you hold dear. And then I give some examples here, for instance, Ram, Hu, Om, Allah, Yeshua, Radhaswami, as I mentioned earlier, or some other sacred name. I interject these here because not everyone has a, a tradition. Not everyone follows a religion. Not everyone is Native American, Sufi, Christian Muslim, Hindu or Sikh, and therefore might not have a, a name at the ready. So any of these names might work. But whatever name you hold dear, you can mentally repeat that name with eyes closed as you're gazing into the darkness. With the tongue of thought, or mentally, you re repeat, you chant this name in your mind. With the tongue of thought, as Kirpal Singh says here. You repeat this name again and again, like Radha Swami, Radha Swami, Radha Swami. In your mind, chant this in your mind as you gaze into the darkness in front of you with eyes closed. Back to Kirpal Singh. As you look within, you will see a sky, or blue sky. If you look minutely into it, you will find it studded with stars, or you may see pinpoints of light. If so, try to locate the big star out of them and fix your whole attention on that. Then you may see the inner sun or moon. If so, focus all of your attention into the middle. It will break into pieces and you will cross it. Beyond you will see the radiant form of the master or his master. Kripal Singh continues with the esoteric instructions until everyone is absorbed. He says, Become the I itself. Go on looking constantly without a break. Any effort on your part stands in the way. Let yours be an effortless effort, and you will find that your soul will be withdrawn from the body. That's Kripal Singh's introductory meditation instructions. Sitting 
in a single position that you can hold for the duration of your meditation sit with eyes closed, focused at the third eye center, gazing into the darkness in front of you, mentally repeating a sacred name or charged names with the tongue of thought, a mental chant, a slow mental repetition of sacred names as you gaze into the darkness and if light appears focus on that light look into the middle and that light will blossom forth through the power of attention everything is about attention after the break more descriptions of the process of meditation inner light and sound meditation exploration today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. Stay tuned. Introduction to Inner Light and Sound Meditation, today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. Introductory Meditation Instructions, a kind of general description of the steps and stages of the full practice of Surat Shabd Yoga, or Inner Light and Sound Meditation, and a word about initiation. Remember, the introductory meditation instructions of Kirpal Singh is not the full practice learned at the time of initiation. This is only the beginning. The attainment of ultimate spiritual peace and supreme joy within oneself is the ultimate goal of the Masters, as described by Maharishi Mehi Pramhans and other great sages. Although this path is not content with meager goals, it is extremely easy to understand and practice. Progress is certain, although for most eager and persistent effort is required. I wrote a review of a great Santmat spiritual classic, a kind of manual of Santmat mysticism and spirituality called The Philosophy of Liberation by Maharishi Mehi. And during the course of that interview, I described the stages of meditation practice. There are several techniques prescribed, the specific details of which are taught to students at the time of their diksha, or initiation, into the practice. The actual details of Surat Shab Yoga are not to be found in books, not posted online, not on the internet. That's something revealed by a living teacher to their students at the time of initiation. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. The steps and stages of Santmat meditation, Surat Shab Yoga. One, developing a daily routine, the habit of meditating at the same time or times each day. 2. Proper posture so that one is truly focused at the third eye center and remains alert and awake. 
3. Manas Jap or Simran, a mantra repetition of a sacred word or words done mentally, a chant done within your mind. 4. Manas Dhyan, the technique of mentally visualizing a form of one's deity or one's teacher. 5. Dristi Sadhana, the technique of focusing upon an infinitesimal point which becomes inner light meditation. This point will eventually blossom into inner light or visions of light. One gazes into the middle of the darkness or the light one sees while in meditation. 6. Nada Sadhana or Surat Shabd Yoga, transcendental hearing inner sound meditation, what the Surangama Sutra of Buddhism calls the Kuan Yin method or Surangama Samadhi, transcendental hearing, the practice of inner spiritual hearing and hearing the sound coming from beyond the silence. And number seven, reaching the state of Kavalya, oneness with the Supreme Being in the pure conscious realm. The ultimate goal is to merge into the upper level of Kvalya, the state beyond the sound, the ultimate reality of God in the Narguna or formless state, also described with terms such as Anami or nameless, Anadi, soundlessness, Anurag Sagar or ocean of love, and Radhaswami, lord of the soul. The poet mystic Tulsi Sahib describes it this way, there is a being who is inaccessible or agem, unfathomable or alak, and nameless or anami, and who has no locality and is not confined to space. Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, the great-great-grandfather and Adi Guru, founding guru of modern-day Santmat, also used Sufi language, the Sufi language of love or bhakti, describing this timeless spiritual state of oneness as the abode of the beloved. He said, On having found the teacher, I shall adopt his refuge, and I shall follow the path to the beloved's abode. The way to the beloved lies within. My heart's desire, says Tulsi, is that my soul may meet the beloved. The love-intoxicated soul is bubbling with joy. And that brings me to another very important point about Surat Shabd Yoga or Sant Mat's meditation practice. This is not a New Age science of out-of-body travel to the astral realm for people who are not into God. This is not a form of chem-free tripping into the astral plane for those who are not interested in following a spiritual path. Rather, this is soul travel all the way back to the Supreme Being again. This is not travel to the astral plane as in astral travel. This is traveling through the astral plane, indeed through all or any of the planes, for the purpose of union with the Supreme Being in the highest of heavens. 
beyond time, space, in the pure realm, beyond mind and matter, drops of soul merging into the river of light and sound that flows through the higher planes and empties into the vast infinite ocean of love that we call God. You're hearing Spiritual Awakening Radio, Meditation for Beginners, an introduction to meditation. After the break, more descriptions of the process of meditation according to the Sant tradition of India, the way of inner light and sound. Stay tuned. Introduction to Meditation Meditation for Beginners A glimpse into the amazing world of inner light and sound. Hazur Maharaj Rai Salagram in his spiritual classic Prem Updesh Radhaswami once said, The practices which have been taught for purifying the spirit and making it ascend upwards should be performed regularly and with feelings of love. This is the bhakti foundation of the path I was referring to earlier. Love and devotion take you to a higher place than mere discipline or occult curiosities will. The following glimpse into the process of Sant-Mat meditation is by Swami Sant Seviji Maharaj, a disciple and spiritual successor of Maharishi Mehi Parmhans. This is from some couplets composed by Swami Sant Seviji, translated into English by Pravesh K. Singh. He says, begin meditation with internally chanting or repeating the Guru Mantra incantation, the charged words given by the Master. And then visualize the radiant form or image of the Sat Guru in the still darkness of the inner sky with eyes closed. Follow that with focusing all of your attention at the seat of the soul within, i.e. at the third eye or the inner eye or the tildwar, by making the two streams of consciousness 
in your two eyes converge at a point. When the two currents of consciousness meet at a point, divine light appears within. Then practice Surit Shab Yoga, the yoga of inner divine sound. Try to shift your attention to listening to the divine sounds or the many melodies or anhad nods ringing inside. Listening to the divine sound destroys all the perversions, agitations, and fecalness of the mind. Ascending beyond or transcending the many sounds, try to identify and tune into the quintessential unstruck melody called Sar Shabd or Anhat Nad, which alone is capable of taking you and merging you into oneness with the Supreme Lord. This is the ultimate deliverance, emancipation, welfare, or liberation. Some couplets of Swami Sant Seviji describing inner light and sound meditation practice. This full practice is revealed at the time of initiation by a living master. The practice is available for free to anyone who is ready for it. But you can't find it on the internet or in a book somewhere. It's part of a relationship, part of a connection to a living teacher. And meditating with that living teacher or their experienced representative. So it is not only about instruction, but practice, and meditating with others who already are able to see and hear within. The ethical foundation of Santmat, how to qualify for initiation, the moral requirements to qualify for initiation, abstinence from alcohol and intoxicants, Two, ahimsa or non-violence in thought, word, and deed, including in the area of diet, as in following a vegetarian diet, and some have also adopted a vegan diet these days. Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, India once said, in Sant Mat all masters have decried killing and the eating of meat. Three, leading a truthful life. 4. Practicing non-stealing, an honest, ethical source of income. And 5. Loyalty to one's spouse. Another version of these five precepts. 1. Refrain from taking the life of sentient beings. This precept also requires strict adherence to a lacto-vegetarian diet. 2. Refrain from speaking what is not true. 3. Refrain from taking what is not yours. 4. Refrain from sexual misconduct. and 5. Refrain from using intoxicants. Another version of the five precepts, or basic moral foundation, in order to qualify for initiation. A kind of minimum karma 
minimum turmoil lifestyle that makes meditation possible. You know, a certain amount of peace in your life, outer peace and and therefore inner peace seems more like an attainable goal. Initiation into Surat Shabd Yoga I think is described so well by a saying of Jesus from the Gospel of Thomas. The Master said to his students, What your own eyes cannot see, your human ears do not hear, your physical hands cannot touch, and what is inconceivable to the human mind, that I will give you. That's a beautiful description of initiation by a living teacher and a glimpse into what they give, seeing in a new way, hearing in a new way, touching something new, something that people, for the most part, don't even grasp or don't anticipate as even a possibility. At the time of one's initiation, one vows to practice meditation each day. The spiritual path is a lifelong commitment. Well, I hope you've enjoyed today's edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio. If you have any questions or comments, send an email to this address, james at spiritualawakeningradio.com or you can send a text message to this number, 508-603-9381. Join me again next week for another edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio. Mm-hmm.